Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning, London time, on Friday the 5th of May. As if this week has not had enough excitement, the United States is now offering the employment report. The reliability of this as a measure of the labour market has declined in recent years. Companies cannot be bothered to tell the government how many people are on their payrolls. But that doesn't stop it being treated with excessive reverence in the financial markets. The general trend of the labour market is important. It is also important to note that reducing the labour market to a single word, like tight, is not helpful. The US labour market has been very loose on real wage data, but very tight on unemployment data, for instance. We have had exceptionally high rates of churn in the labour market since the pandemic. Uh, The job hopping has been almost indecent, but that does now seem to be slowing down. Beneath the drama of the headlines, there are a couple of points to note. First, and most important, average hourly earnings are not wages, and are very definitely nothing like labour costs. At a time when the labour market is shifting structurally, and when workers, especially lower-income workers, are taking multiple jobs to try and maintain some stability in their standard of living, average hourly earnings is not a proxy for wages. Second, the critical issue with the labour market at the moment is that fear of unemployment doesn't start to rise too far. If fear rises, then precautionary savings will rise, and if precautionary savings rise real spending is likely to fall. And if the US consumer abandons their constitutional right to indulge in hedonistic consumer excess, the economy will clearly suffer. The ongoing relative stability of employment in the States is therefore one of the most important drivers of the limited depth to the current slowdown. Volatility in US banking stocks is not divorced from the real economy, but it's also very difficult to be precise about the nature of the impact. The data just is not publicly available. The hierarchy of questions are which sort of consumers have borrowed from banks, which banks did they borrow from, are those banks tightening credit standards, how much unused credit limit is left for the consumer. If consumers who are dependent on credit find lending standards tightening, there is then an abrupt slowdown in their level of consumption. That slowdown only hits when the credit card limit is hit, however, so tightening standards now does not necessarily slow consumer spending now. What is important to note amidst all the noise is that the level of a bank's share price doesn't actually dictate any of this directly. The European Central Bank was not particularly surprising in its rate decision yesterday. The rate hike was expected, and appeasing the factions took place with a slowing in the pace of bond purchases. Today we have some industrial data from the euro area. German factory orders fell at an accelerating pace. This data is volatile, however. French and Spanish industrial production numbers are due. The French data is against a backdrop of strikes and protests. But, on the other hand, French businesses are used to strikes and protests and have learned to adapt in consequence. That's all for today. Have a good day. 
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.